the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Steelers Blitz here on a Monday. Yins already know what that means. We got to go to the phone lines to talk to our good friend, here, both in real life, both on this program that we call Steelers Blitz. If you're a loyal listener around here, you already know about Chris Carter. But for those of you who might not be, uh, he is our friend. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. Although now he's a little bit of a free agent. All right. Free agent. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a second here. All right. But, you know, uh, Chris, we've got a little new tradition here on the show inspired by Arthur Motes. All right. He wanted me to. Uh, oh, gosh. He wanted me to treat our guests better, I guess, maybe. That, that, that sounds about right. Yes. So this is how we do it now. Uh, joining us now, everybody, please welcome to the show, Chris Carter. <laughs> you deserve it. It's the least we can do. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I don't I don't know what you've been accustomed to, but that's not how we're rolling from here on out, okay? When it's showtime, baby, you're going to get a round of applause over here because you are that special to me. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. That's the man. That's one third of the Migos right there. Yes, it is. Oh, they love you. They love you. They really love you, baby. Yes. <laughs> just roll with it. You just got to roll with it, man. Uh, Chris Carter, you know, he's still with Locked On Steelers. He's got some other things in the works. But you guys, you know, just, just follow his Twitter account and you'll see all the happenings. What's up, CC? How we doing, buddy? I'm all right, fellas. How's it going? Thank you for the uh, the warm welcome wagon. <laughs> Roaring applause for my adoring fans. I truly, truly appreciate it. The millions and, and millions. millions. And millions. Come on, baby. Yes, <laughs> He's one-third of the Migos here on SNR. Chris Carter. Uh, CC, rookie minicamp this past weekend. I, um, I asked this of Mozi. And we, we kind of had an interesting conversation about, you know, which which of these rookie class would it be most helpful to the Steelers if they had, you know, kind of an instant and a constant impact throughout their rookie year? You know, you could certainly argue Kenny Pickett because he's the quarterback and he's the first-round pick, you know, but there's the backdrop of the competition with Mitch Trubisky and others. You could certainly argue some of the wide receivers, right? But some might point to, ah, you still have Deontay Johnson, you still have Chase Claypool, and then there's with DeMarvin Leal, there's some of the uncertainty with with injuries and guys' statuses on the defensive line. Alu-Alu coming back from an injury to it, coming back from everything he's gone through in the past year and still some uncertainty there. So I ask you, which, you know, if, if the Steelers were to get, again, I think the way I labeled it was instant and constant impact from one of these rookies, which do you think it would be most pertinent for the team, which guy to emerge in, in that way? I mean – Instant and constant. I, I, I guess you gotta go with Kenny Pickett. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, sir. <laughs> but, but I guess you gotta go with uh with, with Kenny Pickett. I mean, it, it, imagine if it was Kenny Pickett who was just making a huge impact on the game. Imagine if the quarterback position was a huge lift this year to the team. I mean, like it's crazy that the last time we saw something like that come out of nowhere was Ben Roethlisberger when he was a rookie. And they went fifteen and one and almost made it to the Super Bowl. So. You know, I, I look at that and I say, yeah, you know, if Kenny Pickett could be that guy, 
that could change everything for the Steelers. There wouldn't be any more questions. You wouldn't have to question about Mitch Trubisky. Uh, you know, and if he's making plays, that means the offense is opening up, and that might open up more chances for Najee Harris to get busy. Um, it also means that Pat Farmers is probably getting more opportunities to be a playmaker. And then also, it's balancing things out for the defense. So, yeah, I think the answer's got to be Kenny. But if you know, if, if we're going, if we're going, you know, if we want to avoid Kenny Pickett, if we want to say, okay, obviously the first round pick quarterback would be the guy that you want. You know, Pickens or Austin, to me, if either one of them became a consistent threat at the wide receiver position that teams have really, really had a hard time covering, I could see that becoming a major factor that makes it easy for say, you know, say, say Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett or whoever was the quarterback to start the season, they weren't having a great year, but they were having a solid year because they had these receivers that were getting open and at least one of the receivers who became a true, true threat that opened up opportunities for everyone else. So, you know, you could say either of the receivers, but, you know, I, I think it's just hard to look past Kenny Pickett and the potential of, you know, hey, if this guy becomes the starter that you want for your, the, the, the post-Ben Roethlisberger era, then, uh, you know, that, that solves a lot of problems right away. Now, we gave you this standing ovation, all this fanfare, and you're going to come up here and talk about three offense players and not mention one defensive <laughs> guy. Man, what's going on in here, baby? What, what come on. Smoke, smoke, baby, come on. Come on, come on. man. There, there was only one pick this year. It was DeMarvin Leal, and then he's like, he's not, he, he he's be, not going to start over Cam. He couldn't be in the conversation. <laughs> what, what, what if, because right now we still are waiting to see Stephon to it. If there is a situation, hopefully very unlikely, but if it is likely that it does happen, where we are missing to it, do we, do we believe that DeMarvin could, you know, have an impact like that as well? Because, I mean, we do... No, it's still kind of up in the air with to it. That's the only reason I'm alluding to it. Well, one one thing that uh, really caught my my eye about this weekend, even though I wasn't able to be at rookie camp and everything, I was keeping a close eye on what people were reporting and my colleagues were saying. And Nick Farabaugh brought up an interesting quote from you know, um, you know, both, you know, one thing to Marvin Leal saying that he was up to about 300 pounds and he was growing there, but also that Mike Tomlin was like, mm-hmm. we don't have a body type for him just yet. We want him to – we're kind of feeling out what his body is like and what his skills could be. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk that DeMarvin Leal, oh, he's playing the outside, he's playing the inside, he can do both, this, that, and the third. We don't know what his, his role is going to be. And when I saw that he was up to 300 pounds, I was like, well, that's a sign of me that someone told him he needs to be fucked. But it sounds like that person might have been misinformed. And maybe DeMarvin Leal, this happens. He basically bulked up before he got to his first Steelers, Steelers training camp, and he needed to lose that weight to become quicker and lighter to be more useful to what they're trying to do. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, he bulked up before his first Steelers training camp, and he needed to lose that weight so he could become quicker and lighter. Um, Stephon Tewitt, he's actually a perfect example because he's gained and lost weight several different times throughout his career thinking he was going to be stronger in the runs or quicker in the pass rush. So, you know, I'm, I'm very interested to see where does the out go from here? Like, you know, does, you know, after talking to the trainers and to the coaches, does he lose weight when he comes back for OTAs and eventually training camp? Does he kind of stay at this weight? Those are things that I'm int- intrigued to see because, you know, most like you, you are, you do make a point here. If this guy could be, because um, he's a guy that play on the edge. Again, if you look at his college snap alignment, he either lined up over the offensive tackle or outside of the offensive tackle 66% of the time his, his last year at Texas A&M. If he, is, if he is a backup edge dude who comes in to help 
uh, Alex Highsmith and T.J. Watt, that's a major role that would be important to what the Steelers do. But also if he can help on the inside, it would be a major role. If he could do both, that's great. Tomlin loves this kind of guy. So he could be impactful. I just, we just don't know where he's going to be impactful yet or what the Steelers will even tell him, hey, we want you to focus on this for, yeah. your, for, your, first, for your first season. Yeah, and that'll be certainly, you know, when we get to minicamp and OTAs uh, next week and into June, that'll be something that we're all we're all keeping an eye on, the the deployment, the usage of the Marvin Leal there. It's Chris Carter of the Locked On Steelers podcast with us here on Steelers Nation Radio, the Steelers Blitz on SNR. CC, is there any, you know, aside from the draft picks, I feel like we've, you know, we've been discussing them as prospects for months since the combine and the end of the season, and then now the specific, you know, seven that have been drafted by the Steelers. But is there anybody, you know, 28 other uh, guys invited to rookie minicamp, um, you know, trying out for their NFL future, if you will. And we've seen the Steelers find guys that have, you know, stuck onto the team for, for short lengths of time, like someone like Duck Hodges recently, and, and for longer lengths of time. Aside from the draft picks, is there anyone that you've really got circled? You know, someone that, that you want to be, you know, you want to keep an eye on here in a few weeks when we when we get to OTAs and minicamp and see how they really do, you know, uh, amongst established NFL veterans? Well, first I got to give a shout out to my guy Trey Tipton, the Pitt Panther himself. He was the, he was at rookie camp, and it was awesome to see him continue his journey with all the things that that man has overcome, and continues to be a shining example for people and and uh, and how we need to help each other deal with mental health issues. So I will I will give a shout out to my man Trey. But if I was to pick one guy, it's another guy in the ACC who caught my eye, and that's Mateo Durant, the running back out of Duke. Mm, this, okay. This, 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 this is the guy who ran a really good 40-yard dash. This is the guy who, when you watched him at Duke, he was the offense. It, 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 like when, when I, was, I, me- I remember preparing for that week and going over my previews and saying, if, this, if, the, if, the, pit, if the Panthers defense wants to, wants to do the work, they got to shut this man down. They did in that game. They did a very good job. But that guy was trouble for most of the ACC all year because he was quick, ran hard, he was, he was, he was athletic, and he's the kind of guy that I could look at and say, you know what, he could push Benny Snell because if he can get the physical part down and with his speed, I think he could be a really interesting kind of, uh, I guess, thunder to Najee Harris's mm-hmm. lightning, if you will, a good, a good one-two punch, a good you know, jab to the cross type of combination between these guys. So – I really think that there's a chance there that he could be the, the factor here. Cause I'm also looking at guys who, you know, can make an impact as far as on the depth chart somewhere. When you're looking at undrafted guys that are coming into rookie camp, you're looking for guys that are going to try to find a place to fit in, in, a, in an important role. Um, you know, Willie Parker, a guy who came to the Pittsburgh Steelers, didn't get much pub, you know, was just kind of, just kind of what goes way in, worked his way up because, there was a need at the backup running back spot, and then eventually he became the dude of the late 2000s for the team. So, uh, you know, Durant, I'm not saying that that's in his future because Najee Harris is RB1 for, for several years now, um, but there's always use for a number two running back on, on a team, especially a team that's trying to figure out its identity. And, uh, you know, Matt Canada loves his speed, and Durant could, could uh, contribute to that. Now, <clears throat> sticking with the undrafted guys, Chris Steele and Bryce Watts, both uh... – undrafted free agent cornerbacks but I'm looking at Mm -hmm. our DB room and I'm looking at you know the fact that we still have some question marks in there whether we're talking top end or depth do you see any scenario where either of those guys could carve out a potential role with this defense oh I'm sure I mean especially if if they're going to be good in special teams that's that's the for all of these guys I mean Durant as well 
your your focus right now needs to be becoming Danny Smith's best friend, or at least your, 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 his, his be favorite his gu- pupil. His bubble, I was going to say, just have bubblegum on be deck. Be the bubblegum plug, and you will be all right, all right? <laughs> See, yeah, I was, funny. I was thinking, like, you know, bring an apple to school for your teacher. Mm. But, yeah, bring bring as much bubblegum as possible every day. Like, Coach, I got your bubblegum right here, buddy. Um and I don't care if you if you teacher's pet. If you make the if you make an NFL money because you made a roster, you're gonna be happy to be a teacher's pet. But point is, find a way to impress that guy. Make sure that you're detailed in your work. You know, I'll, one thing that I missed about Latrobe uh, and going out there was when you know after practice is over and we take up that long haul up to the cafeteria. <laughs> not that I missed the long haul. I was about itself, to say who misses that? that? I missed the food, but right, not right, the long right. haul. Yeah. But the one of the funnier things that I would see was. When we get up there, you see Danny Smith walk up to, like, random guys. Like, hey, what do you do when this guy puts it here? And he goes this here. And he goes it here. And the guy's like, uh, I, I go to this guy. He's like, good job. And then he just lets him go to his one. And it's just, the, just seeing Danny Smith just question these guys <laughs> at the most random times, it shows you how good of a coach he is. And that's something that, that's driven me nuts for you. People, you know, people have gotten mad because when the Steelers, like, oh, Chris Boswell wants to kick. Oh, Danny Smith's a terrible special teams coach. Like, do y'all remember how bad? The Steelers special teams were before Danny Smith got to got to town. He fixed so many issues when he got there. So um, when uh, when he was when he was doing that, I really I really saw a lot of guys grow into that role, take on those things, and um, uh, and, and I think that's going to play a major factor for a lot of these guys. So if you're an undrafted dude, if you're a cornerback, if you're a um, uh, you know if if you're if you're looking to make the roster in any way. Make Danny Smith your best friend. Learn every special teams play adjustment, call out, whatever, so that you can get on the roster. And then maybe someday you're doing that. So if you're looking at the cornerback position most, that's where it is. Because basically you're battling James Pierre and Justin Lane for those bottom spots. Yeah. Now I like that, man. I definitely like that a lot. And shout out to my man, Danny Smith. Danny Smith. He needs to be your best friend. Absolutely. But, um, one final one that I had, man, um, as it pertains to the outside linebacker room. Now, we know we brought in a couple of uh, undrafted guys in terms of Tyree Johnson and T.D. Maltrie. But do you see a scenario where the Steelers might go shopping on the free agent market to add a little bit more depth to that uh, outside linebacker room? They could do that. They could do that. I can see them, I can see them going that way. Um, I forget the gentleman's name right now. But they did that with, the, with, the, with a good swing tackle option. A guy who's uh, who had some starting experience. I can't remember his name right now off the top of my head, but I, I certainly see them adding to the room in different ways. You know, I don't think there will be any splash moves, but if there's a guy who's in his mid to late twenties, you know, is uh, you know has has some history of getting of getting some starts and 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 looks to be like, hey, I just want to reshape my career a little bit, or I'm looking for a new place to to learn a system. They'll take a look at that guy. And also, again, when you're playing that position, you also got to be important. Uh, you also got to make sure that you're finding a way to contribute on special teams. You know, Anthony Ciccolo, you, you, you remember him most. Mm-hmm. He had to find a way to make it on special teams so that he could also be one of those backup outside linebackers. And most of you know that you know the drill. That's how it works. So I certainly think, uh, you know, backup edge rushers is a move that could be there. They might not be done adding to the offensive line. Um, you know, you know, defensive backs are always are always getting used there. But you know, I think also the Steelers. You know, I'm very interested to see. You know, what's the how how are they going to handle this moving forward with the current GM searches? We're going through our second rounds of interviews for all these different guys, and everyone's getting looked at. You know, how aggressive of a move would the front office make during that time for a free agent when there's going to be a new guy in there and. A week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, four, two months. Who knows? <laughs> um, but uh, but point being, 
I, I could see them making some minor moves, but maybe not some major moves until that part is done. Chris, what happens first? The Steelers hire a general manager, or you announce to the world Uh-oh. your next career move. <laughs> what happened? What, what, oh, just, what happened? Hey, what I, uh, hey, just, hey. I just say this. I just say someone happened. I mean, we, we, we're all vying for your services over here. That's all we say. Yeah, Moats and I have $3, all right? So I don't know whatever you can make work with that, but we got $3 if we can hire you. I know the guy that has unlimited access to the building. I can give you his number to text, and you can show up whenever you want, kind of like what I do. That's a perk. That's also a perk, all right? Listen, Chris. Chris Carter's making the rounds on the transfer portal. You know, everyone's showing me out. They're get some nice, yeah, get some nice dinners out of this. Yeah, exactly. You know, just trying to trying to milk up, milk up what I can. You know, see what see what offers I can get out there. Maybe some free trips. Uh, on some serious notes, though, I really wish I could do something like that because being stuck in my room quarantining sucks. Uh, but uh, but uh, no, but in all seriousness, uh, you guys will know soon. It will be uh, it will be sometime this week. I, in fact, it's more so the reason. Uh, my new employer, I, I, it has been. We have an agreement and everything. It's just we want to make the announcement a little special, and we don't want to do it while I'm cooped up in my room and I'm kind of just sitting here like, "Well, this sucks." So uh, we're work, we're working on something. Sounds good. That's that's. I just I just hope when this all comes out, I hope there was no tampering involved. Chris Carter <laughs> of the Locked On Steelers podcast and another outlet to be named. Uh, okay, one more before I go. I promised, and I'm gonna have to get this from answer from Mozi at some point this week. I told my wife Morgan, who who Chris knows. You know, Chris has been over the house before. Chris has been to the crib. Let's go. He might have uh, he might have ran the beer pong table at Euler Oktoberfest a few years ago. Uh oh, that's neither here nor there. I wasn't a mite. I wasn't a mite. I ran it. I mean, it was my table. I should have took it home. <laughs> should have took it home with me. He said. Uh, my wife, who 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 Chris knows, uh, Morgan. She has been off the dairy for the last six months. Okay, fellas. Okay. But this coming weekend, she's allowed to be back on the dairy. There it is. So I told her I was going to get from all of our guests this week. If you hadn't been able to, like, so think about that. She hasn't had pizza, cheeseburgers, ice cream, you know, Mm -hmm. the the, the good majority of chicken sandwiches, which use buttermilk in the the Mm. process. So, Chris Carter, if you could not have had dairy for six months and then you were set free, baby, what would be the first? What's the first thing that my wife should eat dairy related? Oh, good, good. You go right down to Squirrel Hill, and you get you some Minio's pizza. The best pizza in the bird. Did you really just say the best pizza? Oh, no, Moses, man. Time out. Time out. Don't you start that today. Do not start that today. Minio's, baby. Do not start that slander today. We all know when it comes to pizza, there is only one place that you should be going to in Pittsburgh. Pizza Hut. And that is Fiori's (laughs) with a capital F. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Fiori's. Minio's is good. I ain't ain't sleeping on it. Minio's is good. They're good. It's not Fiori's, but it's good. Look, man, no one comes back. Whenever people come back into town from Pittsburgh, they're like, Chris, I ain't been here so long. Minio's still there. Yeah, let's go, baby. We go right to Minio's, That's because they never got a chance to experience Fiori's. You're selling them on a backup singer. I'm trying to get them the lead (laughs) artist. A backup backup singer. singer. Come on, man. man, Don't be doing that to Minio's. (laughs) You're like, like, oh, that's the bass player. He's cool. Like, I don't want the bass player. I showed up for the lead guy, man. We know he won't be sponsoring the show anytime soon. Jeez, she's just banging on them, like. I didn't even like. At least I said like Fiori's is good. You're saying you're calling them a face. He's calling them. He's calling them. He's calling them Chris Paul. Basically, they're, they're in the group, but they're not the main guy. 
It's like when Danny Green won that ring with the Lakers. It's like, oh, he got a ring. Oh, That's no. dope. No, you didn't. He ain't bro. No, he ain't AD. But, but he's there. No, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't compare him to Danny Green. Danny Green, a multiple time oh, champion. Danny Green got multiple rings. Come on, man. Oh. Danny Green is stamped. He, he's he's legitimate. He's just not wrong. Okay, okay. He's just not, most, he's not the one of the guys. That's all. You, okay, okay. You're, you're, you're a black man. You're a black man. You've seen the five heartbeats. You've seen the five heartbeats, right? Yes, I have. You've seen the five heartbeats. It's a classic, right? absolutely. Okay. Come on. Now, okay. a heart is, uh, okay. you know, let's go. A heart is a house for love, right? Uh huh. You know now, what time it is. If, if pizza was the five heartbeat, Fioris would be Flash. Flash Boy was the new guy that came into town. It was cool, too. But everyone knew he was a fake and a fraud. Wow. But the guy who kept it all together, who was the ground floor, no way. he wrote all the music, oh he put everything together, and he, didn't, he wasn't flashy. Oh he wasn't always gosh. out there. But you knew, as soon as Duck left, the group fell apart. And that's what I'm saying about Minios. He is the glue that holds Pittsburgh together. Listen, I, I like the five heartbeats, but I'm going to take it to the Temptations, okay, Otis? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Otis. Okay. That, that's that's. <laughs> we talking about David Ruffin versus Otis. Okay, Otis. So you gonna sit over there? You still good? You a part of the group? But you are Otis. All right. <laughs> oh, y'all, you are too silly. Sir. Oh man. God, now I just now green. I just now that's I just want a pizza. <laughs> Now, right now, I just want a pizza. I'm not going to lie. Pizza does sound amazing right now. Oh, that's all that I accomplished in these last two minutes of listening to you guys argue. I just, my tummy's hurting over here. Chris Carter is on the board first with Minios. Arthur Motes is on the board with Fiori's as we plan out the dairy party weekend for my dear wife, Morgan. Cece. Oh, go ahead. No, no. Oh, no. I was going to say, I actually wasn't on. I, I wasn't going to say Fiori's, though, for, oh. for my dairy Let's go dairy ahead. Option. Now that we got this, what's, what's your answer? Yeah. I'm telling her to go to McDonald's and get you an ice cream sundae, half fudge with Ooh. nuts. If you're going to do it, do it up. Okay, wait a minute. I thought do you was up. going Big wait Mac. Do it up. She said dairy. Wait, so do wait a minute. You telling me, you telling me, most that if Fiori's is so good that you're telling me McDonald's Hey, bro, don't slander, no, 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 no. Don't slander said, McDonald's. Ice cream. Ice cream. We do not slander McDonald's on this show. Listen, when you're talking about McDonald's, listen, when you talk about McDonald's ice cream sundae, that's like the Mercedes-Benz of fast food ice cream. Nah, That's what uh, it is. Nah, that nah, is the nah, Mercedes. Nah, nah, nah. You're talking Mercedes about classic. Ben. You're talking yeah, about okay, longevity. Okay. You're talking about brand recognition. You're talking about consistency globally. Are we serious? I'm 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 gonna ride oh. the escalade and stick with my my chocolate frosty over here, baby. Oh no, no. see, see I, I love Wendy's. Doing? My problem is I used to work at Wendy's. Yeah, Moats worked at yeah, Wendy's. That's, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's my issue. That. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, that was his that's, high school. That was his high school. Yeah, yeah. I used to work there, so so that's why for me I'm like I can't. I, I just can't. <laughs> but it's yeah, okay. you've had too yeah, many. Yeah, you've had too yes. too much Wendy's. My answer. <laughs> my answer for Morgan was. Five guys, Ooh. followed by Milkshake Factory. Oh. Oh, was, yeah, okay, you man, that, that's, that's the one. That was, that was, oh. that was my, that's, that's that was a my heck vote. of a combo. Five right guys, there. followed by Milkshake Factory. Yo, both of them I'm, spots I'm though. I'm still, I'm still mad because DoorDash canceled my five guys order last week. Like I was, I was having a rough day, and I was oh, like, no. at the end of the day, I was like, man, I've been stuck in my house all day. You know what will fix it? Five guys. And, they, and I waited an hour, and they said, your order's canceled. You oh. know that kind of thing. Hey, hey, I was about to say, Chris, there, that's one of the worst feelings. It's the worst. When you're waiting, yep. and, worst, it just, first and it's like, problem. oh, canceled. Your order is no longer available. Like, whoa, whoa, what? What? Stop. Worst first Why world problem. Why would you problem. do that? Oh. Exactly. Like, like I, there's no one else in the world that knows my kind of pain, Wes. <laughs> 
CC, I've said this. I've said this to Moats before. I'll say it to you now. I believe there's two universal truths about every single human. The first is they all think that their problems are the greatest problems. Their issues are the most complex issues. I think that that's a pretty accurate assumption. The second is they all think that their pets are the best and the most adorable. Well, yeah, my Frenchies are the cutest dogs yeah, yeah, ever. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Chris Carter, Locked On Steelers podcast, also another outlet to be named soon. CC, we wish you all the best in that process. We'll be waiting for the announcement and also just you know continued well wishes as yeah. you uh, as you kick the the end of this this COVID diagnosis. And, and, and whenever you you know make your big announcement, I'm gonna send you over some Fioris to celebrate. All right. Hey, you know what? I never say no to free pizza. There we go. Take, there we go. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Okay, okay, we can do that. Hey, we can definitely do that. Talking. Now we're talking. CC, thanks for the time, buddy. Hope you feel better. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, fellas. There he goes. Chris Carter. Only he could get us. Of the Locked On Steelers podcast. Only he could get us up here having a debate As soon a, as that started, I was like, pizza. oh, I was like, I just need to step aside here for a couple minutes because I've heard, I've, I've seen you guys have that fight in yes. person before. Yes. Well, and, and this is the thing. I usually don't even go back and forth about anything on social media like that. This has stemmed for over a year now. Oh, longer than that. I mean, and, and probably two years. I, I can't, he, he made his little post long about the time. best pizza, and he says Minios. And I just simply was like, nah, bro, it's Fiori's. And it started an uproar. So now every time it comes up, I know it's like blood and crips. It's like, bro, when, we get, when you start talking pizza in Pittsburgh— we're going to take the gloves off, and it's going to get real, real slanderish at times. All right? You ready for my take? And then we're going to break, all right? Talk because to I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to get rid of any more sponsors of the show here. Oh, very true. Yeah, I guess we did. Potential hurt, hurt sponsors. sponsors. You're, right, I mean, you're right. You're right. Much like when everyone goes to Philly as tourists, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Pats or Geno's. Pats oh, or Geno's. Oh, okay. There's better options out there than both. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I okay. like both. I like okay. both. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to get myself in trouble. All right? I don't want no trouble. Well, you know, Wolf, his spot was at Caliente Pizza. So, you know, hey, man. Everybody got a pizza out here now. Everybody's got their shop. Everybody got one. Bill tweets us and says uh, it's got to be homemade lasagna for Morgan. Oh, that's a pretty. Oh, man. Only if we do it on a Monday, though. Because, you know, Garfield, Mondays and lasagna. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, the you know Francis tweets us uh, Barstool does the pizza reviews. Mm-hmm. Minio's seven point one, Fiori's at seven point eight. Come on, baby. He says Arthur Motes is correct. Come on, baby. Ooh. I mean, if Barstool said it, you know it's accurate. <laughs> you know it's accurate. Yeah, maybe if it's about Bastin. Come on, man. They, they're they're, they're pizza. They're pizza search. I, I combine in pizza and research. Lord, they are pizza research connoisseurs. Okay, it it's is. Like, he sends the screenshot. Uh, Fiori's is the number one rated. In Pittsburgh, Let's according go. to that, uh, that, that whole one bite shenanigans that they do. Let's over go. There. Uh, I'm give me somebody, give me some Fiori's today, man. Rod Dallas I'm says, texting wife right now. Leave the store, leave it all. We're getting Fiori's tonight, okay? That's how this is going down. You know what's funny? What's up? Wifey and I have to be out of our house in two weeks, right? Y'all want Fiori's too? You know how you know how when you sell a house, like the people that are buying it, they're allowed to have a walkthrough. Yes, we have that tonight. So Morgan, so Morgan and I, are, we're taking Olivia. We're going out to dinner tonight while they do the walkthrough. Okay. So you skipping the walkthrough too? That's a theme in Pittsburgh. You no, know you're that, right? supposed to. I'm, I'm saying I, I, I got Uh-oh, great friends that skip walkthroughs. Come on, man. What's talking about, man? Sorry, that you know what? That's on me. I should I should have picked up on it that. Happens. One. You know what? Speaking of which, hold on, to, hold on to that thought real quick. But we, yeah, we might when we go out for dinner tonight. Now we might have to go to Minio's or Fiori's or no, no, no. Not, not we might have to go to Minio's or Fiori's. Okay, we'll go we to Fiori's. Go to Fiori's. Just so Arthur Motes doesn't uh. Bust through the wall like the Kool Aid Man you, you, you and, and tackle me. Right. As soon as he Minios, hey, hey, what you doing over there, Wes? What you doing? Don't you do that? 
Rock Dollar says videos, you guys niggas gotta come to good, Youngstown. Though. Yeah, yo, Youngstown. Youngstown pizza is poppin'. Oh, you would? No, yeah, yeah you would. Live there for know. two years. Absolutely. <sighs> I tell like you, man, my only experience. Anytime I hear Youngstown, Italian. anytime I hear Youngstown, it, it triggers my like. I got PTSD there because one time I was there. It's my first collegiate postseason experience. You know, JMU playing Youngstown mm-hmm. State. You guys lose. Yeah, we did. And mm-hmm. overtime, it's my first ESPN game, though. Who, so it, it was who, awesome. Who was the coach of YSU back then? Oh, my goodness. It, it wouldn't have been Bo Pelini. No, you were, no, you were no, way no, no, before no, no, that. No, 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 Oh, man. I cannot remember the guy's name. I can't do it. But it was an awesome experience, though. But that's my only thing. When I think of, like, Youngstown, I'm just like, oh, man, we lost up there. That wasn't fun. No. I, I, was I it the you. Ice Palace I or something you. like that? Yeah. Uh, well, they are the Penguins, after yeah. all. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a break here. Speaking of walkthroughs and former teammates of Arthur Motes, Antonio Brown just tweeted something about the Steelers. Oh, I know he has a concert maybe, this maybe weekend. Even, maybe even trying to endear himself to Steelers Nation. Hey, he's maybe he's trying. Maybe he's trying to sell concert tickets. Come on now. We'll discuss on the other side. We'll get to your tweets. We'll give some final rookie mini camp thoughts as well too. It's all happening in the final segment of the show. Get those tweets in at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. Duh. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.